Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. This week, joining us, our host, Tom Dupree, Missy Clifton, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. This is uh, a live performance by the late Michael Hedges. I saw him probably 30 years ago uh, over at the uh, Troubadour series. At uh, Kentucky Theater, because he died in '97, and um, this guy was a one-man show. He didn't have a band; it was just him with the guitar. And he was discovered by George Winston, who founded Wyndham Hill Records. That was all those kind of floaty-sounding stuff. And he had he was from Oklahoma, this kid. And he was a freak. No one 
and he the first album he put out was called Aerial Boundaries and he's just he's been gone since 1997 had a car wreck in San Francisco and was killed instantly and um, but I bet he wasn't even 40 probably in his late 30s he was a he was a true wonderkind and he played this he would wear these crazy outfits and the stuff he did with the guitar nobody's done since i mean it was Jimi hendrix on an acoustic in a way i wonder if they would have ever <laughs> wonder what a meeting between those two would have been like and he had i don't know it, it was just the guy was amazing and I just think about him sometimes. I go back and listen to his music. I had that album, Aerial Boundaries, and it's pretty good. But his really good songs were some of the cover songs of other people he did. He did some Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower. Um, he did uh, Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones, which it's incredible, his, his version. I'll send you that. You can go out to that. So, um, I mean, you know, if somebody doesn't keep the memory of these people alive, I mean, there nobody's going to remember them or know about them. Um, Michael Hedges is his name. I mean, you can find his stuff. It's still available. So he didn't really reach commercial success. I mean, I've never heard he of him. He was starting to. Okay. And uh, he he didn't try to. He lived. He looked like a homeless person. I mean, he he, was, he looked like a clown. He he really wasn't a guy that tried to uh, do much in that way. I tell you, who got me into him was Rick Rushing, because you know Rick would always be at those. Um, Troubadour he series. helped the Troubadour right. things. The other person he got me into was Bruce Coburn. Now, Bruce Coburn is a guy that has had some material success. But Michael Hedges came from this small little university in Enid, Oklahoma. And he he had no of the bona, fide, bona fides or whatever you call it, bona fides, of, of a guy that would have come up in the music industry. He just was this freak who came from the Midwest or really the near West Oklahoma. I mean, you know, but that's produced a lot of great musicians like Jimmy Webb. Anyway, as, uh, as Toby Keith said, it must be something in the dirt. Uh, we'll play a little more. Oh, and, um, hold on. I got a Psalm here. Psalm 67. Um, it's just a great, straightforward psalm. God, be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us that thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Now, you know what that's talking about? That's talking about after Christ returns to the earth. That's talking about, it's, it's mentioned in the book of Revelation, the thousand-year reign. 
that's the only time you're ever going to see thy way be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations, because that is not happening right now. We don't see this yet. Number three, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad. The nations, that means races. That means ethnicities. That means nations in the Bible means races. But see, I don't even like the word race because I think it's all the human race. But ethnicities, that is genetic groups, then it's saying let them all be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Who's going to do that? Christ will after his return to the earth. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. It, it speaks of a fertility that the earth may have in a, in a redeemed state where you don't have uh, sickness and disease and those sorts of things. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. So what are we de- dealing with now? Well, we're dealing with something different than that. Uh, we're, we're dealing with, I think, as Apostle Paul says in Romans, the whole creation is groaning. You know, w- I mean, obviously, when, when we're talking in this show, we're talking about things that are not right with the world, and we want to talk about how they can be made right because we're not – we're not trying to deal in propaganda about how great everything is. You know, we would not talk about how not great things are if we didn't believe it could be better. Okay. That's, I mean, why would you do that? You know? So I just pulled something up and I I want, let me read a little from it. I didn't, uh, I didn't share it with you, Missy, because I didn't want you to preempt me on this. (laughs) Not true. Uh, this God. is a competition. Don't ever forget it. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> and you win. But why young Americans are not taught about evil by Dennis Prager. Most of our schools teach almost nothing of importance, and nothing is more important than the study of good and evil. In the U.S. today, nearly all schools from elementary through graduate concentrate on teaching about racism, sexism, preferred promat nouns, homophobia, transphobia, LGBTQIA, climate change, diversity, equity, inclusiveness, and white guilt. In other words, most of our educational institutions, including the most prestigious, do not educate. Here are a few proofs. It is almost certain that the great majority of high school and college students could not name the four gospels, presuming they even knew what they are, five of the Ten Commandments, or the names of two Shakespeare plays. Most American students know little about the American Revolution, let alone about the French or Russian revolutions. The same holds true for the Constitution and every other American founding document. It is doubtful that, other than Washington and Jefferson having owned slaves, American students know anything about this name or could name two other founders. When it comes to evil, the ignorance is enormous, almost total. For example, according to Pew, 
about half Americans 18 through 39 cannot identify Auschwitz or any other Nazi death camp. And there is every reason to assume that fewer than half could identify the Gulag Archipelago, the Ukrainian forced famine that was back in uh, around the time of the Russian Revolution, Mao's Great Leap Forward, or Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge. These are all situations where millions of people were murdered and killed. As noted, almost no one outside of Russia has ever heard of the Russian Civil War, let alone knows anything about it. One reason is that the winners, the communists, had no desire that people know about it. Yet, according to Encyclopedia Britannica, almost 10 million people were killed, and they were all, most of them were non-combatants. Why don't students know about evil? Well, I'm going to answer that. It's because the left does not believe there is evil. It's all about following your desires and your um, being led by your senses rather than by um, by absolute right and wrong. And you know something? A lot of what we deal with and what we talk about on this show, it really gets back to that because there's no difference in, in the minds of many people between good and evil. It's curious on um, Instagram, there is there are quite a few like on the street reporters while you were reading that uh, I was thinking about how many of the little clips I've seen of them stopping on a college campus and asking students very basic questions about, um, you know, domestic as well as world kind of uh, events or concerns um, from a historical perspective and the answers are just, it, it's, it's not even funny. It's, it's actually kind of sad. So I wonder, do you think they're going around picking the ones that look the most, I, I sometimes, I see those things and I sometimes wonder if they didn't go pick the no, one. I mean, I, actually the one, don't, I mean, do you really, I hear what you're saying? I hear what you're the saying. ones that obviously wouldn't know, you know, I can't believe that people are that stupid and I know they're not. I think you go. They go to some of these places where it's obvious that people are going to be idiots about this stuff. I mean, I go over. I, I was in a, a philosophy class this past semester at UK, and I was amazed at how smart some of these younger people were and what they knew about history. Listen, it's not all bad, but it is. <laughs> The majority is bad. The majority is not, not very good. You know, but you kind of think about this in the last, you know, in the mid, in the medieval ages, what, what we read about in history, um, you know, has you have to appreciate is slanted because, you know, the artists, the, the writers, the, the singers, the, you know, the teller of tales, the, you know, the people, you know, traveling around to the, you know, the different courts. I mean, they... They could take the past and they could remake it to their liking, right? Uh, to whatever the the powers that be wanted you to believe. Use artistic was license, right? Exactly. And so, you know, a um, a fool becomes a hero. You know, a sot becomes a king, if you will. If we're sure. using 
uh, that sort Henry, of language. Well, that's not that's not medieval. That's Shakespearean. But yeah, but I mean that is Henry that's the a reality. Fourth part one. But you know, but interestingly, it's it's still <laughs> to a certain degree, it's still happening today. And you would almost <laughs> you'd almost think that that's that would be impossible, right? No, no, you wouldn't think that would be impossible because that's how history works. Sometimes is the absolute worst people get elevated to positions of power. Just look in the Bible at Second Chronicles and the idiots that became kings of Israel, uh, you know, after David. I mean, total. And they were making them kings at age 15. You know, what's that all about? Did these guys get an MBA or in management in, in ancient Israel? Well, no, it was hereditary. I was going to say, divine. Divine, uh, say uh, hered- uh, divine genetics. It's, you know, because you were, I no know, matter how. I don't think it was real divine. <laughs> anyway. Well, and it's, um, I think it's kind of uh, interesting because certainly we're seeing <clears throat> just recently, well, actually last week, um, poor, 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 poor President Biden, as he is ambling away, you know, doing, I, I wish he had not sashayed over to the reporters that were kind of weighing, you know, laying in wait for him while he was having his vacation. Was this at, at Lake, Lake Tahoe? No, Lake Tahoe. Lake, Lake Tahoe before I was- he went to Hawaii. Okay, so, so he was, was vacationing Lake Tahoe, in Lake Tahoe. But then Tahoe. he was at uh, Delaware before that. Right, right. He's yes. He was in Lake Tahoe having a little vacation and he kind of sashays over to the to the, you know, the reporters and they were asking him these questions and you know, he can't wait to talk about and and I love it because if you actually look if you look up the clip, it is it's so sad. His his mumbling and and repeating, and he can't quite get the words out. But, of course, you read it, you know, in the reports, and it sounds perfectly fine. He says, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to Congress a request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary that works. But, of course, and and then it goes on and says that everybody everybody will need to take it, no matter what you've had before. And that that will be that. But the poor man delivers this thing in this terrible, terrible. It will be necessary to, and everybody will. I mean, it's just sad. It was a sad clip. And this one will work. And this one will work. That's right. That he ends up with, this one will work. Well, what, what's that supposed to, what's, what, what was that supposed to tell everybody? That's- so back to this thing I was talking about where people don't recognize the difference between good and evil. When that happens, you can no longer make really good value judgments. And so therefore it's easy to fool people into thinking that something that is bad is good. And so we've been told here's, here's another story. Um, and this is from Free Republic. It's actually from Newsbusters. Journalists' efforts to sanitize President Biden's scandals extend beyond what they do or don't cover. Take, for example, the media's use of the term bombshell to describe political scandals. Journalists almost never use this descriptor in reference to scandals which are politically damaging to Democrats. Meanwhile, they apply the term liberally when discussing Republicans. Uh, Below are the rankings of what TV journalists thought were the most deserving of the explosive descriptor, the word bombshell. Donald Trump had 147 of them. That's January 1 through August 23 of uh, of 2023. That's not even a whole year. Donald Trump had 147. 
The Dominion lawsuit against Fox had 57. Prince Harry's new book had 48. Ethics questions about uh, Clarence Thomas were 45. Various murder cases, 38. President Biden and his family, seven. This, when you have, when you have mollified your electorate to the point and you don't really you don't really know the difference between good and evil or bad and good or even if something tastes good or tastes bad you've dumbed everything down it's easy to pass this stuff off as truth and this is the thing that you know i see going on um, Do the intro on this, please. Well, I mean, okay, this is more of Michael Hedges doing um, a Rolling Stones song. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. Come see us in downtown Lexington for a portfolio review. 859-233-0400. You can also go to our website and schedule an appointment directly on the homepage. We are powered by Dupree Financial Group, and we will be back in just a few minutes. Tom Dupree. What do you know about investing? Perhaps what you know is limited to what you hear on CNBC or read in the Wall Street Journal. You might be surprised to learn that investing can be made a lot simpler than you might imagine. At Dupree Financial Group, it's our aim to make the investment process very clear. If you schedule a complimentary appointment with us to review your retirement investment accounts, We'll describe them for you. Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at www.dupreefinancial.com.
Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show. Joining us, our host, Tom Dupree, Missy Clifton, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. Okay, this is, I found this on the internet. No, you didn't. Not on the internet. Hate to say it. Wow. So that's You're a Joe trailblazer. Walsh. That's Joe Walsh. He's 75 years old. That's Ringo on drums. He's 80. Russ Kunkel also on drums. Two drummers. Uh, and he's probably 75. Let's see. 74. And then Lee Sklar on bass. Uh, he's in his 70s. Danny Korchmar on guitar. He was... James Taylor's guitarist. They're all in their 70s. Or, and, and Ringo Starr's 80. And it's just a jam they were doing on a James, Ta- James Gang song that came out on James Gang Rides Again in God, 1970. And it's just, you know, I know what. When I first heard that song, I was in Corinth, Mississippi at Jody Hamrick's house, and he had this stereo system, and he could play. His parents bought him everything. He had a Fender Telecaster, not a Stratocaster, and he played it through the amp. And I'm sitting here. I remember this. There used to be an ad for these stereo speakers where you're sitting in front of the speakers, and it's like the guy's hair is blowing back. That was me. First time I ever heard the James game. I was about 13 or 14. I was 14. 14 or 15. Probably 14. Anyway. uh, All right. So it's just interesting things. Okay. Now, Missy, what do you have for the class? (laughs) Please share. I want to talk about. What did you do this summer? (laughs) No, I want to talk about the fact that it just seems eerily strange that COVID is now cooking back up. You, it's you coming to a theater. C-O-V-E-D. Coming to a theater COVID. near you. The masks are back out. Biden's even he's he's ramping up. He's procuring COVID equipment and you know putting the money into the vaccine. Have you been to see Barbie? And then. No, 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 no. I just, I just think it's, I just think it's awfully convenient. You were telling, you were telling me a minute ago, doom and gloom. You said don't get on the doom and gloom stuff. So you want to talk about lecturing. Barbie? No, you're, you're lecturing me about doom and gloom. Let's don't go there now. And here you are getting what? into this. It's, it's. But to so me, you get to, to do me, the, to me, your it's own not, thing. It's not doom and gloom if people are wise. Yeah, I agree. If people have wisened no, up right. to this, dis- I mean, come on. With an election coming yeah, With an election uh, coming. How convenient. How, how ironic. Convenient. How convenient. That's- and we were so compliant last time. I mean, literally. It, it was we, we, some of us were, some of us weren't. Yeah, Absolutely. Missy, you were very compliant. Oh, right. The manipulation, oh. the coercion, the gaslighting. All with absolutely fear mongering. Huge lecture from family members, big time angry lectures. 
and other people too. That and, had over uh, a ninety-nine percent survival they, rate. They, they were telling. I was called a lot of things, and I still think that those people still believe that stuff. It's just gone into hiding. But people, there's a there's a thing in 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 human makeup that loves being scared. I mean, why do people go to horror movies? And it's and then when you play it out in reality in life it makes all of life into a horror movie and it kind of removes you don't have to be responsible for things you go with the crowd psychosis i've seen it a lot of times you know and and it happened during nazi germany um it happened it happened in the south I mean, in a way, I, 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 I've seen things happen like this. So what do we know about this new COVID variant, EG.5? It, it no, it's probably been trumped up. I mean, they made a lot of money last time around. A this lot thing of money. makes a lot of damn money. A lot of money. And we've yeah, talked about that in prior get shows. The how much gotta Pfizer the made, how much again. Moderna made, how much. I mean, and and there will be no pushback. Pfizer gave a million dollars to the Kentucky Republican Party. You think they're going to come out and say, wait a minute, you know, uh, we, Pfizer has made very sure to go around and put money in places. So when it happens again, you know, there. Listen, do you think people give money to to people and things just because, oh, they think it's a good, it's a nice cause? No. I mean, they've been out buying politicians. That happens. Well, you don't hear it talked about on any of the major, you, you think Fox News wants to go there? Hell no. Ask Tucker Carlson what happens when you go there. You get richer. You go to Twitter and you, you yeah, have you get, multiple you blow, millions you blow of people. Up. Yeah. Well, what we saw the last three years. He, he where, did his Twitter thing at the same time as the Fox uh, the, the Fo uh, uh, debates, debates, which I thought was pretty clever. Now, what did he outrank them? I don't know. That would they, be an they, Now the your, media is all going around saying, well, 13 pe million people watch the Fox deb debates. So now you've got the mainstream media touting how highly watched the Fox debates were because, and, and I saw my very knee jerk liberal friends on Facebook talking about how they were going to watch the debates and they were talking about what a bad guy Trump was. And are you all all still for Trump? Despite the fact that no, none of them said so-and-so sounded good. I saw another thing where Vivek Ramaswamy had a fundraiser canceled at a really nice restaurant in St. Louis because the restaurant said, well, we can't host that because um, some, you know, political position he had. Every time they cancel these things, for political reasons, it ends up blowing up in their face. Okay, I've got Go a ahead. number. I've got a number real quick. The interview that Tucker Carlson posted on his ex account with Trump has received 154.7 million viewers 
as of 7 a.m. on Thursday of last week. I think that's probably more than watch the 154.7 million what, views. And, and the thing about... I heard 13 million watch the debate. The thing about the tracking with Twitter or X, whatever it's called, and any of the other mediums is you can track the click rates. Mm-hmm. Whereas viewers, it's not you quite as yeah. easy right. to no, track can't do it. viewers. Gotcha. So the fact that it's 154.7 million. Well, and even the the articles have come out uh, suggesting that the, and I know they're liberal writers, but they, they're suggesting that it's like, um, it, that it was a flop, that it, it, it gave no, it didn't give the Republicans a clear direction or a winner, if you will. You're um, talking about the debates? Yeah, the debates. It, it, it didn't give them another option, uh, you know, the Republicans another option from... You're not going to get another option. But, I mean, he's yeah. leading by, you know, what the hell, 40 points. In right. play. You don't just... And now, I will say this. What? DeSantis is actually focusing <clears throat> on being governor right now. Mm-hmm. The state's about to get hit by maybe the worst right. hurricane it's ever had. The thing is... You know what that thing's headed directly at? It's going to hit the coast in a pretty unpopulated part. Anything north of Tampa up into the Big Bend is it's pretty unpopulated. There's a little town called Chazawitza, which is on the uh, um, Crystal River. But it's going to go straight over Gainesville, and it will have – high winds because Gainesville is not that far. I mean, it doesn't take any time to get from Gainesville to Cedar key. Um, and Tallahassee is about as close. It's going to go straight over Gainesville and then it's going to go straight over Jacksonville because it's just a line from the coast Gainesville, Jacksonville, and it's probably going to go back out in the Atlantic ocean and go up the coast. So, um, anyway, you know, DeSantis is is figuring out. I this is so bad to think, but that his best way to be politically popular is to be a governor right now. I mean, Biden didn't care because he could give a rat's. You know what? He he's not running for anything. He didn't. He didn't have to run the first time. Well, so he goes over to. Uh, Maui and drools all over everything and talks about how he was in a fire and nearly burned up his Corvette and, you know, for people that are grieving. And, and, and these it was are, like a kitchen fire. And these are Democrats that voted. I bet 80% of Hawaii voted for Biden. It is as blue as the ocean around it. And this is what they get. I'll never forget Nashville, Bell Mead. You know, they had that big flood several years ago listen inner nashville is unbelievably liberal the country music thing and obama just neglected them and they still you know they still go for these people this people the 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 brain function is not functioning we don't know the difference between good and evil it's that's the big problem so did either of you all watch the debate I just saw clips. I just was. Did you either? Did you watch it? Did I you did, like anybody? I did not. But I was more curious about the about the Trump interview on on. I don't want to watch Nikki Haley. I don't want to watch Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch Chris Christie. 
I think we watch I, the Reds game instead. I don't like any of those people. <laughs> I think I, I I like Vivek Ramaswamy, and I can listen to his interviews. Have with, you have you have you looked at him? Have you studied him a little bit? Yeah, he's he's got a lot of weird stuff to him. Uh, and he I'll, is whoever I, you want him to be. Well, he can be. He's he has literally taken a playbook straight from Obama. I'm sure he probably has. He, he's he, he's hitting, I, the, hitting the points. L- l- he's saying things. I know though, that. And you're going to say that about RFK? I, I have. Seen, I would vote for RFK Jr. Mm-hmm. I would vote for that guy. You know why? He's done his time. His family has been through so much. I have a picture of Jack Kennedy, his uncle, and his father. Hanging over my desk. But let me tell you, that was a real present. Yeah, there was a lot of corruption that got him in office. You know, they bought Chicago. We, know, I mean, Joe Kennedy went out there. It's corrupt. That's politics. Did you watch his interview with Tucker Carlson on No, Twitter? but I, I did. He, the guy talks I funny. Did. I mean, it, I, it, I it is hard to listen to, but he had a lot, of, a lot of good points. He's, you know, you're not going to get perfect. I mean, and there are people who flipped around. Look at what's the girl that uh, Don Jr. is dating, oh, Gilfoyle. She was married to Gavin Newsom. Oof. Yeah, speaking of Gavin Checked Newsom, out. wonder if they'll hold that his job as um, governor of California. I wonder if they'll hold that against him. And DeSantis actually does a good job taking care of his state. Mm-hmm. California went from a $20 billion surplus to like a $20 billion deficit. And when I was out there in April, the lights on the Golden Gate Bridge aren't even on at night. It is pitch dark black driving across the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody from California thinking, you know, job well done. You know, looking either. at the current the current things in the state. But you, you talk about, you know, uh, Robert Kennedy and and I've said this before. I'm sorry. I'm I'm almost, you know, I could almost be a single issue voter. And when it's about medical freedom um, and the ability to make, you know, I mean, we. So you like him on that? I like him on that. I think that, you know, in, in, in anything in life where there is risk, there's choice. He's a there big should climate be change guy. And that's the only thing that I, that I have a, an issue but with. But I don't think he's but, in favor of these windmills out in the bay in Massachusetts. You right. know, you know, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Climate change has been going on since the dawn of man and way before it. You know, we had an ice age. It gets hot. It gets cold. One volcano spews out more carbon monoxide than like 40 years of cars running on the roads. It's just how it is. The only... When the biggest industries in the world, if you, you know, put put out more, uh, you know, have more carbon emission than anything that you, me, or, you know, any of the population could actually make an effect on. You know, it, it would take, it, it's not, it's, it's almost, it's not even that your small contribution is going to make a difference. It would have, it is a massive issue that needs, that would be tackled and it would hit industry and business and money it's and all, profit. It's all about shutting down the economy and making people more reliant on the state. That's all the whole climate change issue is. It's about curtailing personal personal freedoms. It's about these 15-minute cities where you can't go anywhere but that city. Meanwhile, homeless people are figuring out how to get around. 
they're living out in the Daniel Boone National Forest. So there, there's there's things that are going on in this country. Unless you go deep and look at stuff, you're not going to see it anywhere. You go out into the country. Life is different these days. It's just out The here. United States country or the country like county country? Like the Daniel Boone National Forest country. That's still United City. That's still no, United but, States. but are you talking about city versus country? Are you talking about? I'm talking about rural. 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 Not the United States of Ur- America rural, country. Rural. Rural. Oh, she's coming it's after still, you about the way you're saying still something. still in the United States. Okay. All right. So one thing that that candidate that you all were talking about, and I can't even say his name, what is it? Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm not even going to try. One thing that he was talking about that I did like is the voter registration issue Mm -hmm. of getting people so that you could really track who was voting for what. That that needs to happen. I mean, I don't begrudge somebody shifting from being a liberal to a a Republican. I don't. You're going to get that. Trump did it. I mean, you know, he he supported Democrats. I know you can go back and look at what everybody has said at one time. Now, I will say this. I've been doing this show for 15 years. There is not a single episode that I would retract. I have a body of and this. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I remember when I started doing it in 08, I was going after the government for uh, uh, what was that thing? TARP they did, you know, during the financial crisis. I would not go back and retract any of my shows, but I'm different than most people. A lot of people, you know, they, what's the word I'm looking for? They uh, evolve. That's got a well, little intro stuff. Uh, you all I wanted to say is, is that in the last three years, you can't think it's a freaking coincidence that we've dealt with uh, a pandemic. very close to saying something. That's gender crisis, energy word. crisis, banks freaking. collapsing, food shortages, freaking. baby formula. That's I mean, you, just, you can't think <laughs> that it's a coincidence. That's all I've got to say. I'll leave it with that. Well, and it's what is remarkable is that there are so many people that don't see. No, I mean, but the or coinc- they don't want the, to. the coincidence. You put something like that on Facebook, it gets about three likes. You put your dog on there, a hundred and ninety likes. You know, it's, it's safe topic. Yeah, we put a food thing on there, and you, like you forty people thing. go yum. I think that's an emoji <laughs> on Facebook or something. It's yum with a. Uh, with a um, exclamation point. All right, it. do your outro, Tom. Who is this? Turn it up. All right, this is from the movie Barbie. And um, Lord Almighty, if it, <laughs> turn it up. I can't hear it. Well, I got to get out of here. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. We're powered by Dupree Financial Group. Our financial guys will be coming in in the next hour for the financial hour. You want to stay tuned for that? Now Barbie can sing. Well, Barbie has got a lot of really good songs. There's one song on there by uh, Billie Eilish called What Am I For? Blockbuster song. We'll be back in a few minutes. Watch me dance.